we do have a guest here in studio, and as Deacon John Foucault. Deacon John. Good morning. Thank you for having me. It's a lot of fun to watch you guys interact like this. Is it? It is. It is very enjoyable for me because all the shots are between you so far, not me. Well, yeah. Well, oh, I'm sure there'll be some to come. <laughs> yeah, you're on I'm the sure. air now. Deacon John's one of my new deacons, so we're, yes. how, how's we just started going? working together. How's that going for you? So far, very well. So I wasn't asking you. So far, very well, yeah. Deacon John, I was not asking you. Well, I, I want to step in, you know. No, it has. It's gone really well. We're uh, we're just easing into it, you know. And summertime yeah. is, you know, summertime schedules are summertime schedules. So when we get into the fall here, we'll get into a more routine. So that's I'm looking forward to that. And yep, we'll see a lot more of it's when been he's great. back from vacation. <laughs> well, when is that going to be? So so um, uh, I know Deacon John from a long, long time ago. He was actually I think you were my chair of my finance council for a little bit. I was, was yes. at St. Benedict's yes. many many moons ago. But uh, we are not here to talk about your work with Father Ryan, as as exciting as that might be. What event are we talking about, Deacon John? We are talking about Theology Uncapped, which I'm happy to talk about once again, as we've talked about on the show before, which you are one of our great discussionist panelists that we have on with Pastor Peter Coates, which is an event that brings 250 people together three times a year to talk about theology between the Lutherans and the Catholics. Yeah, and uh, it's been very exciting to be part of that. I'm, I'm very um, blessed to to be the priest that represents the the Catholic Church in these discussions, and and what kind of a response have you gotten? Well, obviously, it sounds like it's been a very, well, I know it's been a very good response. Talk a little bit about how people have responded to these events. Oh, just it's overwhelmingly uh, well-received from the Catholics and the Lutheran perspective. Our registrations, when we send out our emails or we're on the air like this, they jump quite quickly. We're already at 200 registered guests for this event, which is on September 26th. We only have room for about 60 more. We typically sell out within a week of the event each and every time, and this is our third full year of doing this. So there's different uh, faith-based topics that are discussed always, and, you know, it's great to uh, I've had the opportunity to be on air with Father Rich and Pastor Coetz. But you've never gone to it, Father Ryan. I haven't gone to it. He's registered. But, but is I've he been, registered? He has. I did that one time. Yes. Didn't show up. Last time on the show. And uh, so quit quit distracting, Father Rich. Like, I'm <laughs> So, but... It is. It's fun to listen to them have a good conversation, and they have a really healthy conversation about the differing theological views on different topics, and they've got a good friendship. So it's it's a really good, healthy rapport to be able to talk through some of, th- some of these things. So can you tell us about that? What are some of the topics that have been discussed in the past? Maybe what we can look forward to in the future at these? Yes. What we've done over the years is we've asked the audience to submit topics that they would like to hear about. History. First one. Yep, we've talked about the Virgin Mary. Our last one, when uh, women in ministry, was very well received, very popular as well. And this one is one that folks have asked for for about a year and a half. It's the good discussion, theological perspectives from both denominations, and an opportunity for Catholics to learn more about our faith, but also for Lutherans to learn more about their faith as well. The um. Uh... Uh, the topic that, you know, I mean, there has been a conversation about trying to get um, that Eucharist as a topic. And, and we, we've tried to, hes- we've hesitated in having the Eucharist. Yes. Uh, I shouldn't say we. I think Pastor Coates was kind of a little bit more on the, on the side of let's, um, let's not do that one yet. And I think that part of that is that, that we can really get in a theological rabbit hole. Yes. And what I, mean, I don't mean that in a negative way, but, but the theology of Eucharist is so in-depth. That uh, um, and what I I always say and, and this I say this, I've said this all my entire priesthood the biggest difference between us and non 
Catholics, us and Protestants, is the Eucharist. It is. Yes. The theological difference is, is huge. And people think, well, it's the Pope or Mary or Purgatory. It's not. It's the Eucharist. Right. And so this will be a very interesting conversation to have with him in regards to what we believe in the Eucharist and the, the differences, because there are big theological differences. And there. I believe that's probably why we're almost sold out already, which is, you know, four weeks away from the event already. Yeah. I think one of the things about this, um, too, is, you know, people often would think, well, a conversation or a discussion like this would be divisive and maybe cause divisions within a community, but really it seems to be bringing some greater unity, unity between Catholics and Protestants. And that was the whole goal. When we talked with Father or with Bishop Serba about bringing this model to Duluth, he did request that we build unity and not divisiveness amongst the denominations and the people of the diocese. And I believe this has really done that. And we've done it through the social time beforehand, which people arrive a good hour to an hour and a half before we start just to gather. And they're uh, Lutherans and Catholics coming together, and then we share a meal. And that's a very important thing for us to do as a community. That builds unity because we have friends who are of different denominations doing a religious event together which is really exciting and they ask when we leave when's the next one what's the topic going to be mm-hmm. yeah uh, and you know pastor Coates has been very gracious in regards to that unity because he's always wrong and i'm always right and so it's like <laughs> he's he's still very gracious well yeah. if he's listening right no now, he'd, pro- card. he'd probably call in right now and yeah. probably take issue yeah, with that. yeah i mean i think we're all gracious towards you because we have mercy and pity upon you so we, <laughs> we just kind of feel like uh, as being good people we just like oh let's yeah. let's, let's make it feel good let's yeah. make him let's feel, him make him feel good back. well yeah. the, the good job father Rich. and father ryan you did allude to this a little bit it's like you know the uh, the relationship that that i have uh grown with pastor Coates has been a true close friendship and so uh, we do my style of any type of friendship is bantering, and so yeah. that certainly continues with Pastor Cole. Father's Father's love language is banter. I don't use the terminology love language. I do. Ryan. Most of us do. So well, I'm like. glad that you do. <laughs> One thing that we're really excited about this event that we've asked Pastor Peter and Father Rich to do is to provide us with follow-up reference material. We're going to have postcards on the tables for our guests, those registered to come and attend, to take with them to follow up on the topics afterwards so they can go to a website or a specific book, whatever you guys want to list, to help them understand more about what they heard. Thank you, to listening. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunst along with Father Ryan Moravitz coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth at the St. James School uh, rather St. James uh, Parish, Stella Maris campus of our school. And we are talking to Deacon John Foucault about the, uh, about the uh, upcoming program of Theology Uncapped and about the uh, discussion between myself and Pastor Peter Coates. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit, uh, Deacon John, as to what does come next? What's sure. The- so next, obviously, is the Eucharist that we're having. And then in January, we're going to be talking about the Bible. And then our last one for the season will be in April, and that's going to be an open forum. Uh, folks have asked to just be able to ask any random question that they want, so we're going to do that, and that will conclude this season of Theology Uncapped, because we always do September, January, and then April. And we're very excited. You can go out to theologyuncapped.org, and you can register online. If you do not have Internet access, you can call me direct, and I will get you registered. And My number is 218 393 0631 or theologyuncapped.org. Um, you know, you're going to talk about Eucharist, and we have we have definitely theological differences on what the Eucharist is and what that means. And um, but there is this unity, you know, coming back to the unity thing too, of um, being different in faith, if you will, but still bonded in one baptism. You know, how how has that developed and, and grown in the, these conversations and this recognition? Well, we share in the same baptism of, of Jesus Christ and the death and resurrection of Jesus. 
Um, what does that mean for the community of Uncapped and those that attend and have attended? Well, I have found that individuals um, are bonding together more in a common faith, yet we still have these differences more than they have in the past. And they share that experience with us. I ask a lot of people as they're leaving, what you think and so forth. We actually have one of our guests who's come repeatedly who has invited individuals from South Dakota, and they're coming here to visit for this event. Really? Yes. Isn't that fantastic? That is great. She has nine individuals coming from outside the Duluth area. Absolutely fantastic. And they're not Catholic. Some of them are Lutherans. So it's building that unity and wanting to sit down and talk about it together where we have friendships before of other faith, but you don't talk about faith. This is something that's allowed them to talk about faith, not just at the event, but outside of the event. It would seem to me, too, like the more we know about each other, the better we can actually end up relating, which is always the case. Like, well, let's talk about these things so that we have a clear understanding of who we are. And sometimes we, we kind of are scared because we just don't know. Right. We don't know about the other. We don't know about the Catholic. We don't know about the Lutheran. And to be able to come to an understanding of, okay, what is it exactly that you believe and why? Okay, now I can process that in a better way probably or, or and have a conversation hear, about it in a better way we hear repeatedly from both catholics and lutherans how they learned something at that event about their mm-hmm. faith their own faith and they learned about the other faith as well that's fantastic yeah. that's been the case for me you know uh pastor Coates and i as i've already mentioned become good friends and i've learned so much about the lutheran faith through just that, that relationship and and i always joke with him that after these classes i always get more people in rcia <laughs> but of course that's not the case but uh uh so uh, it you know I mean it it has been an incredibly uh, uh, enriching experience for me personally in regards to the to the um, uh, uh, learning about you know the Lutheran faith. One of the uh, one of the things that we've been trying to do with theology on Catholic and John maybe can address a little bit is to try and get a little bit more of an uh, equal numbers yes. of Catholic versus Lutheran. Uh, yeah. Lutherans and the rest of the Catholics. Um, so we are going to be at Grace Lutheran Church for the next three events of Theology Uncapped, which we hope will drive more Lutherans to that common location. Um, it's not bouncing back and forth between a Catholic church and a Lutheran church, so hopefully it will drive more as well. We are having a harder time reaching the Catholic or the Lutheran denominations just because they don't have a newsletter that goes to all right. of the Lutherans. So we're trying to work with various pastors to get the word out within their congregations and help disseminate that information and invite them. The personal invitation is really, really big. That's news to me. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know that we were sticking with the uh, with the one venue. Yeah, we're at Grace Lutheran for the next three. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is there anything else, Deacon John, that you'd like to add before we? Uh, uh, just like by? to encourage folks to go out and uh, register online at theologyandcapped.org or to give me a call at two one eight three nine three zero six three one. The event is September twenty sixth. The doors open at six. We know some will arrive at five. We welcome you then as well. Grace Lutheran Church up on Miller Trunk Highway on September. Is there a cost 26th. to the event? Yes, it's twenty dollars, and it includes uh, beverage. Uh, we have adult beverages as well as uh, coffee and water, and pop, and a meal catered from Famous Dave. So, I'd like to do a shout out to them because they always do a really nice job for us as well. And again, thanks to uh, Father Rich and Pastor Peter. Great, thank you very much, Deacon John. It's a very entertaining evening. If you have not signed up, if you've never done it, I'd certainly encourage it. All right, well, thank you very much, Deacon John. Thank, thank you. you. For, I was going to be with you, Deacon.